This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host, Blake Horseman. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Rose podcast. It's Monday nights. We just watched episode six of Matt James' Bachelor season. We got the recap going. I'm your host, Blake Horseman, here with my buddy, as usual, Eric Bradley. And tonight, we have special guest, uh, season 19 of The Bachelor, seasons two and three of Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelor Winter Games season. You've been on a lot of shows, actually. I know. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. How are you? <laughs> Thank you. I'm good. How are you? Good. You got quite the resume now. I was like running through it. Thanks. It's pretty crazy. Podcast host. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Oh, thanks. Yeah. No, I'm glad you could join us. Um, kind of last minute and everything, so I appreciate it. Uh, what do you what do you what do you think about this whole season so far? Because I want to get your take. We're halfway basically. We are halfway right now. That was episode six. I think there's normally about 12 episodes. Do mm-hmm. you the one question I do you right now think that Matt ends up with anybody? Yeah, I think he ends up with somebody, but it's just weird because I don't really feel super connected. Uh, The past, well, I guess like it's been, it's been like it was Tasha season and then it was, okay. So I was so fully invested in Tasha season. Maybe it's because like, I, I don't think it's just because I'm friends with her in real life. And I don't think it's because I've been rooting for Claire for a long time either. I just love that season so much. I really looked forward to it every week. I felt so much chemistry, especially with her and Zach. Like I just looked forward to seeing those moments and I'm not really feeling any of that right now. However, I love Matt as a lead. I think he's doing such a fantastic job. And I think um, it's really endearing Mm -hmm. seeing seeing him like not be super smooth and know the ropes the way past leads, you know, obviously they're more familiar with the way the show goes. So I love him. I'm just not super feeling the season as of the past couple of weeks, yeah. the first couple of weeks I was like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in the, the past couple of weeks have kind of lost me. Yeah. No, I actually agree with most of what you just said. Like I've been, not that I thought Matt was going to do a bad job, but I've been pleasantly surprised with how well of a job he's done considering he's never been on TV before. Like that's insane to think about. He's the lead of one of the biggest shows on television with zero experience on television, you know? So I think he's done, he's done a really good job. I was really impressive. And he's just like such a genuinely good guy. He's so fun to talk to. You've met him. Did you Mm -hmm. see him this weekend at the Super Bowl? I met him at one point. Yeah. At one point for like 10 minutes, but yeah. He is so delightful, mm-hmm. so warm. Super like, warm. That's a good word for it, I think. He was really easy to talk to. He seemed super energetic. So like, yeah. easy. Like, there's just something about being in his presence. Like, it doesn't matter how tall and good-looking <laughs> and, like, well put together he is. He's just very approachable. Yeah. And I think that usually is what's make, what makes a good bachelor. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree as far as, like, the women. Like, so far, I, have, I mean, I think he's got like, some good connections, but do you think some of that has to do with them bringing, continuing to bring in like new women? Like, we'll get into the Heather thing, but like, they got brought in another woman this week. Is that, do you think, have anything to do with it? Maybe. It's not that I don't like this group of girls because there are some real good, there's some gems in there. Mm-hmm. But I just, like, I, I don't, I feel, I feel him connecting on these dates. But but now I'm not sure that any of these great dates that he's been on, there's like one that's really sticking out to me. Yeah. as being like the one that he's going to pick. I think that you, if you have to pick one, it's Rachel. Yeah. Um, but the other ones, they all just seem to like all be kind of great. And I can't really vibe from him who's getting the preferential treatment mm-hmm. in his heart. Mm-hmm. 
It'll be interesting to see if he, because I still think he's a little guarded. I think he's a little guarded still, so it'll be interesting to see. I think it looks like the next episode, uh, there's drama, but it looks like the drama's more centered around like the love, like love stories and people actually falling and having feelings for Matt and Matt having feelings back. So that'll be interesting to see. It looked like that from the preview, though. Who knows the way they edit. So let's get into this episode. Yeah. So, I mean, right away, we start off in that 201. Mm-hmm. Got MJ and Janessa on that two on two on one. Uh, I mean, I'm I thought they were actually both going to go home. To be completely honest, I think I mean MJ was clearly in the wrong. In my opinion, I think MJ was in the wrong, and Janessa owned her. And like she was like, I don't remember the line last episode, but she was like, you know, um, you're going to watch this back and see the truth, whatever. And I think everybody did. And I think MJ's probably regretting some of the things she said and did. Um, but Janessa ends up getting that rose, and I think that was the right decision, in my opinion. Definitely. What I feel was weird was that like we didn't see her receive the rose. We didn't really we didn't even see it in an ITM interview where he explains why he gives just any of the rose, why he decided to let MJ go, which I really I think that it was the right decision. Yes, because she's mostly the antagonizer in the situation. Mm -hmm. But I also felt like he had more chemistry with MJ. She was more of a front runner to him. Not that I think she's a front runner, but she was above Jasenia. Um, in his heart and something, you know, happened. He like saw the light mm-hmm. where he kept Jasenia, but we didn't really get a full explanation why. And she just kind of comes in with the rose. Yeah. And I just feel like that's an example of where we're missing a connection. Yeah. yeah. Like just like where they cut the storyline short. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree because we, he gave an explanation of kind of why he sent MJ home, but he never really gave her explanation why he gave the roads to Jasenia. Yeah. He kind of was just like, there's not a connection there with MJ or something. I think she said or something he said, but I agree. I thought it was super chopped up and rushed almost. It felt a little rushed. And then Jasenia walks back in with those group of girls sitting there and I was like, Oh gosh, she got the rose. Like, I guess she's staying, you know? So mm-hmm. uh, agreed. Yeah. Um, and we go to the cocktail hour. Are we, yeah, well, we don't go to the cocktail hour. Actually, we go to the rose ceremony. We skip the cocktail. Matt decides, you know, he, he has enough information for tonight. He's going to go right to the rose ceremony. And then, which I don't blame him for that. That happens a lot, too. I, I love how every season, I mean, it happens every season. Every yeah, season. Exactly. And, and people always yeah. forget, like, the girls got very emotional, multiple of them. Um, but before I the rose Before the rose ceremony, what did you guys think about uh, Serena C calling out Katie? So that's what I was just about to say. So like Serena then all of a sudden freaks out that the cocktail party got canceled and she goes at Katie. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was ridiculous. She, she basically said that she was up. She said that you bringing up the bullying and toxicity to Matt causes problems, but she never says that the bullying and toxicity itself caused the problems. And that, yeah. I was pissed watching that. I was what, like, what, was, what? what did she call her an arsonist of all the fires? Is that what she said? I don't even I, remember. Yeah. Yeah. She said she's like setting all these little fires and you know it i don't know i forget the line yeah but i thought it was ridiculous i i i think that all that fighting was also just like why it didn't lead to anything (laughs) it's just because like elimination had nothing to do with that argument with serena and we had at least six minutes of that argument and it's just like okay but why like Okay, if it happened, sure, it happened. But I just don't think it was airworthy. Agreed. Like, I don't... I mean, the the argument, the actual, like, arguing that... And this is after the... I mean, this is actually after the Rose Ceremony, that one where they actually sat down and argued. But that got super intense. Like, they were yelling at each other. Like, yeah. other people in the house could hear it. Uh, but I wouldn't come at Katie. Katie Katie can stand her ground Me against either. anybody. Yeah. Like, I'd be scared to get in an yeah. argument with her. She is good Same. in an argument, yeah. She really is. Yeah. 
she was just making so many good points and she was, I love how she, the end of it, didn't she say something like, thanks for your feedback and then fucking walked away. So it's like, Mike's yes. Yeah. 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 She's good at them. She always has a response, but that's also because she's getting into arguments with girls who are literally starting, like starting drama for the sake of starting something and they have nothing to back it up. And that was like, it didn't seem like it. So, you know, sometimes, especially since we've, you know, you've been in this environment, sometimes, Something will happen. You go to an ITM and a producer will kind of like stir the fire underneath you and get you riled up. That, that didn't even happen this time. Like it was as soon as Chris left saying it was over, Serena went, looked at Katie and went right at Katie. Like it didn't seem pre-planned, premeditated. It didn't seem like they had, she had to like get uh, like pulling teeth trying to get her to hate Katie. It was like genuine. Like she was just for some reason super angry at Katie in that moment. It was really weird. Yeah. And I have to say that I, I feel like was, I don't know, Serena. I was surprised that Serena even stayed around over Britney because I felt like he felt I felt like there was more between him and Britney than there was between him and Serena yeah. we, 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 like Serena's had like a good amount of airtime but she has and I really liked her when I met her but I just um I just feel like she and Matt haven't like had anything significant yeah agreed yeah I, I was kind of she shot she's had no time there. with Matt yeah really. yeah yeah and she's yeah she's got me right quite a bit of airtime um but yeah I, I mean I don't know. I think Katie stuck up for her, and I think it went well. They both ended up, like you said, they both ended up getting a rose. Brittany went home. Uh, Maggie, who I'm super upset. We never got to see Maggie, really. Yeah, that's a bummer. Ben Ben is obsessed with Maggie. I love her, too. I thought we were for sure going to get a one-on-one with her. He got to meet her when he was there for his date, and he just thought she was super sweet and endearing. Yeah, and I thought she was very disappointed in not seeing her. And we didn't get to hear her story, you know? Yeah, that's kind of weird that we didn't get to see it. I mean, I'm sure it happened, but yeah, you're probably right. But they just felt like it yeah. wasn't airworthy. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, yeah. she'll be down in paradise. We can, you know, kind of get more of her and listen to her story because, yeah, I, I just feel like I was waiting for it, waiting for it, and it just never happened. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's going to be a lot of competition for the girls in paradise. I would assume that you're only going to get like six from each season because it's going to be half Peter's season and half this season. Yeah, no, I, paradise is going to be interesting because you're right. I did. You're right. But I'm trying to think of girls. That's from, really stressful that, for those girls. That is. That is. That, yeah. like, you're right. But like, I, I don't see, I mean, Maddie, I don't think Maddie's going to go. I don't even know if Hannah Ann's going to go. I don't know. That's another conversation. That's I true. Think. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, so, but we'll, yeah, we, maybe we get into that at the end of this, see who our paradise, like top six, seven girls are. But um, we digress. So uh, before we get into, because um, basically the next thing that happens is, is kind of Heather coming in her minivan. But before we get into that, um, <laughs> we're going to talk. We're going to we're going to do that right after this. All right. So <laughs> poor Heather, like I don't I feel for her a little bit because I, I've, I've met her a couple of times and stuff. She's a sweet girl. Um, and I get, think we're going to get, I mean, a little bit more information on why she's there and everything. But basically, Katie or, uh, Heather pulls up in that minivan. And I love so how embarrassing. Harris, I and they make her like drive herself and like, I know. Like, just park at the gate. Yeah. Just and just hop awkwardly. out. And Chris is well, like, it was one of those rare moments that felt staged. And I hate it when that happens because, like, you know that that was not an authentic moment. I bet you she quarantined before that. Mm-hmm. And then that was like the day of the rose ceremony. And they were like, okay, now you're going to pull up and we're going to do this and that and like make an intro for you. Yeah. But then like her driving herself uh, to the rose ceremony yes. in the minivan and then like the little <laughs> quarantine videos. Uh. I mean, I love, she's so nice. She's she so is. nice, which is why I don't want this happening to I'm her. Terrified. Let's just get into that before, you know, cause obviously they, they kept showing her throughout the episode, but let's just talk about Heather yeah. because 
Yeah, yeah she's a we, very nice woman. Are we going to see like Mean Girls Part Two towards her? Oh, I think it's going to be bad. Like it I think they're going to like eat it. her alive, especially because the, she's a very sweet woman. You know. Yeah, the best thing that Matt can do for her is just right off the bat be like, "Hey, go home. Go yeah, home." You should probably honestly, yeah, <laughs> you, like, you should just slip it out real quietly because this is not going to happen. Yeah. Like the week that she's going in right now is the week that I left on Crystals this season. That's how wow. far along they are. Yeah, that's a crazy stat. Wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. There's only well, I think he said nine girls left. I think he said. Uh, I think this episode had 10, yeah. so now they're going to limit it down to eight, eight probably. Eight, yeah, eight for, and then hometowns. Yeah, two weeks to hometowns. That's right. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Wow, you're right. That's insane that she's trying to draw. And I want to talk about Matt's reaction a little bit when, when Heather so walks funny, in. So funny, but perfect. He was just like shocked and, and like laughing, but in like a, oh, like fuck, like, uh, uh oh, what am I going to, like, oh, I just felt for him. He was just like laughing uncontrollably. Oh, it seriously was appropriate though yeah. because it was like a joke yeah, <laughs> to, to let a girl enter at that point <laughs> especially after the drama that he just went through with all those other new arrivals and it finally settled down it was like oh hey part two <laughs> mm-hmm. and and even the girls noticed it remember when matt walked in right before that and the girls like oh he just seems so light and happy tonight you know yeah they're like the producer yeah. like send in heather you know it's like exactly 100 percent. Like, oh, gosh so I don't know. We're, we're, yeah, we'll see what happens. I think she's going to get tore up. I mean, the preview showed her like kind of crying, saying I've never had anybody be so mean to me. And oh, we'll see. So sad. Yeah, I hope she's kind of out, the, you know, quick at the beginning of that episode so people can move on because otherwise she's going to get tore up on Twitter and all that. So oh, I feel for her. But we'll see. Maybe who knows? Maybe she gets rose. Maybe she sticks around, you know? I don't know. <laughs> I'd be shocked. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they sure make it seem like she has enough interaction with the girls. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think he's gonna keep her. No, I think he sends her home that night. In fact, I think he sends her home at the that group or the rose ceremony. So, um, yeah. So that's Heather. Oh my but- God! If she even gets to go to the rose ceremony, you think he'll send her home? <laughs> no, I mean, like, I don't want her to go to the rose ceremony. That's like, <laughs> that's just asking for more is, hate and is. just more um, demoralization. Yeah, it is. Uh, but yeah. So, but let's get into the one-on-one with Piper because Piper gets this one-on-one. Honestly, I kind of forgot um about piper she's a gorgeous woman but i don't think she's gotten a lot of screen time um uh, matt takes her on what was it carnival right carnival date carnival date yeah, carnival date, uh, which yeah. i love carnival so i think that's i think carnival dates are so romantic i love those um but what do you think ashley about their connection do you see something there see a lot of people have been saying that they think that like piper has been a dark horse or whatnot but i feel like she has gotten enough screen time and i think that she's been really standing out in my mind ever since last week in that kiss during the farming date because he he grabbed her during her itm and just made out with her in a kiss that was way more passionate than we often see from matt Mm -hmm. so I've, i've been thinking about her a lot and I do love carnival dates too. They're like one of the dates that you can rely on is not awkward. Like the, yeah. this is like a real date that you'd want to go on in real life. It's just so fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Relaxed environment. You're right. I forgot Matt kissed her in that ITM. That's a, that mm-hmm. is a big deal actually. Yeah. That but I just kind felt of the setting off of MJ. Of MJ, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just felt mm-hmm. and that date that they, it was, it wasn't as much chemistry as like, let's say we saw with like Rachel. Or even Abigail, who hasn't right. even had a one-on-one. But you're right. The the the, the kiss during the the ITM is a big deal. I mean, and they they seem great. I mean, she gave him the rose, or he gave her the rose. Um, they they seem to have. I mean, a connection. I just don't think it's nearly as strong. Like I don't think I see her going to hometowns. 
It was almost pretty yeah. much like a reassurance for Piper yeah. more than anything. Just assurance? Like reassuring her. Oh, yeah. During, during their one-on-one. Yeah. 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 I don't know. We'll see. I don't, I see don't her- know. We'll, we'll see about hometown. She's on the cusp of it. I, I, I'd probably say she's top six. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe you're right at this point. Maybe. I mean. Yeah. I mean, at this point. Yeah. He, she didn't get a rose on a one-on-one and, that's, and then it's going to get eliminated next mm-hmm. week. Yeah. That's a good point. It's a good point. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, that date, like I said, date went well. She got the rose. Um, and then we go on to the next group date, which is a bowling date. Well, let's talk about Temecula Road. Yes. Temecula Road comes out um at the night portion with their new song everything i love was the song that's right everything Tonight. i love yeah our friends at warner music nashville reached out to us and temecula road will be joining us tomorrow morning and that will be our episode on thursday so i'm excited to, yeah we'll have them on the podcast tomorrow and then that comes out thursday so uh they did a good job and um yeah i'm excited to get to know them uh onto the group date uh bowling group date so there was nine girls uh on this date and they split them into two teams which i actually like a competitive aspect of these group dates. I like it. Um, you do? Yeah, I do. And they like competitive like this. I don't like the fighting, like the actual like where they box each other, they like wrestle. But cute stuff like this, I do. I, I don't mind it. I'm not a huge fan of competitive group dates, mostly because it doesn't really let me get to know anything more about the girls. It's like literally just watching them in a sporting event. Yeah. But I want like the 30-30 package on them. Um, but yeah, so it turned, and it's funny because we had this exact day on Ari season where like, remember, this is what set Crystal off on Ari season. Cause she didn't get invited to the night portion. Cause she lost the date or whatever. Exact same thing. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So yeah. yeah, in this case, I thought this, this date was bizarro because they compete in order to get the night portion. Then the girls go back. And then he's like, oh, go get the girls. I feel bad. He's sorry, girls. I had to invite the blue team because um, I want time with all of you. But the weirdest thing about making that a storyline was that we didn't see him talk to any of the girls from the blue mm-hmm. team. <laughs> That's very true. So like, weird. You're right. Yeah. I had to rewind it. I was like, did I just see this right? Oh, you're right. Because I thought I thought that storyline was going to lead to Abigail finally yeah. having like an, another moment because we keep craving another moment from Abigail because when does somebody get the first impression rose and then just fall off the way that she has no. not get a one on one um, get very little feature time. So I was like, oh, this is all building up to an Abigail one on one or an Abigail like, uh, like a, a significant moment. Yeah, he didn't even. He didn't even address the blue team when he was like talking about who he was going to give the rose to. No, it was almost as if he didn't have private time with them. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. But the way it was, the way it appeared, it was as if he didn't. You're right. I I actually Mm -hmm. didn't even notice that. You're right. Like, and they they had him, you know, of course, they had those moments too where like Abigail was kind of crying, (laughs) saying she wanted more time with him and stuff. So they want, they showed that. But yeah, you're right. They didn't show any of Matt's time with him. That's pretty funny, actually. What what a bizarre. I don't know storyline there. Yeah, super weird. Yeah, super weird. It's an yeah. interesting episode of storylines mm-hmm. tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then who who ended up getting the group date rose on that? It was uh, uh, Michelle. It was Michelle? Oh, that's right, Michelle. Who I like. I like Michelle. I like their connection yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see Michelle's a shoe in for top four. Yeah, yeah, and and mm-hmm. honestly, like if she had been around a long time, who knows? Because she was one of the, the new girls. Um, but yeah. I, 
Yeah, I will say that, like, if I were Chelsea, I'd also feel a little bit, like, yeah. hurt, stung by that because Michelle did have a one-on-one date and get that rose two weeks ago. And now um, Chelsea, who's had good prominent moments with him over the past couple group dates, did she, she got a group date rose. She did get a group date rose, but she didn't get this group date rose. Okay, so, eh. True. Eh. She got a last, she, last It's episode? a toss-up between the two of them, yeah. I guess. Uh, but for some reason, I just feel like you know uh, Matt's connection with Michelle is just way stronger. Oh, yeah, yeah I think definitely. Like you said, I just really, hometowns, yeah. I, I just really like uh, Chelsea. No, same, just, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Like you said, there's some gems this season. There are. I mean, for all the bullet, I mean, you know, all the like drama we've had, like there are some gems this season. I think who are going to be around for a while. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Michelle gets the the group date rose, and you know, while the group date rose is going on, they show that uh, Katie gets the uh, next one-on-one and this is actually pretty funny day i i would enjoy this day immensely uh basically Me tyler cameron yeah tyler cameron comes in it reminds you of impractical jokers is that what it is impractical absolutely yes. i called it in my yes. cosmo article the impractical jokers yeah, day. Yeah. that or punked yeah or punked yeah yeah, yeah that's a good one too yeah. so yeah basically bring tyler cameron in for a mas- massage and the masseuse <laughs> is an actor and um they're just like messing. They're telling the actor to like, you know, push down on his back really hard, push his face into the, the pillow. Uh, what yeah. was some play other with his did? nipples? Yeah, play with his like, nipples. Yeah. nipples. They should have brought like... out Katie's dildo on him. Oh my <laughs> god, that's yeah, hilarious. Just, uh, that's the lightsaber. I mean, if I were in that little secret off room, I would have been like, massage his upper thigh like really high, like get really close to his pelvic bone, like all that stuff. <laughs> I think it they could have done way worse. Not to, yeah. They, oh yeah. yeah, for sure. They kept it PG. They kept it way. I PG. think that was such a good date because it gets to gets you to know the other person's sense of humor. Unfortunately, I don't think the date was with the right person because I kind of knew that Katie didn't have a chance. Yeah. She was definitely friend zoned. But that's the kind of date that like you can get some really fun flirty banter with the guy. Really get to know like it's perfectly interactive. Mm-hmm. I love that. I wish we saw more trickster dates. Yeah, I think yeah, I think this should be something because that. I, I don't remember one. Do you remember one from other seasons? Like, I feel like... Mm-mm, no, and it was also, like, just bring in more friends and do more trips. Yeah, like, mess with... Yeah, just prank your buddies all the time <laughs> on the show. That'd be amazing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it, was, you know, it, was, it was fun. But I agree. I think she's definitely friend-zoned a little bit. Um, and this yeah. this is date, I think, could have had more to it. But, like, it was fun. They had fun together. But, yeah, I just don't see... They're definitely more friend vibes uh, right now yeah. than, like, romantic vibes. Yeah. 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 Uh, and we go into the night portion of the date and it's good conversation. Like I like Katie, like I'm a big Katie fan. Good yeah. conversation. Yeah, totally. I think most people are, um, good conversation and everything. Uh, but she, he, I mean, he basically says that what we just said, like he didn't really feel like the romantic connection and you could, she's shocked. I think she was genuinely shocked like in her face. I think she's pretty surprised too, especially since her conversation leading up to it was that like, I'm here for you for the long haul, like every step of the way, me being in the end. I don't know whether she's just trying to be hopeful in that moment, but uh, that was, um, but yes, I I think that she was kind of shocked. Yeah. She was genuinely like, she was smiling. And then he said that like, but, and you see her face just kind of, Oh yeah. Yeah. It was one of those moments. Uh, So Matt, yeah. Matt ends up sending Katie home. So are you on the Katie for bachelorette train? Um, I'm not 100% there. Like, I really like, I really like her. I think she stood up, stood up for herself and the other girls very well this season. I do love the way that she just doesn't back down. Um, she 
you know, just again, stands up for herself amazingly and she's very articulate. Yeah. And she is the, you know, the one in the house that's representing the women supporting women movement. I'm all about her becoming the bachelorette for those reasons. I just don't know if we feel connected to her, like finding her person. Do you know what I mean? Like, cause we've gotten to know her as like a strong woman, mm-hmm. but I don't know that we've really gotten to see like a romantic side where we're like mm. rooting for her to find love. Is that, no, you're right. I just, uh, there's like some emotional connection that I'm missing from her. I mean, I think what we know of Katie right now is like, she's a bad sympathetic. She, she's sick. She's not positive. as sympathetic. Yeah, sympathetic. Yes. Yeah. She didn't have yeah. like a big heartbreak moment. She didn't have that. Yeah, you know? that's that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't have that. Um, so you're right. Like, I think it, it, I like more like her as like, yeah, like this badass chick who's like sex positive and stands up for other yeah, women. Yeah, exactly. But I don't necessarily yeah. see her as like this romantic who I really want to find love, you know? 100%. Um, I think she'd be great in paradise because she'll be able to address like the situation, those kinds of situations mm-hmm. so well there. That's, yeah, that's true. Um, but you know, now I think about it. Hannah B, did Hannah B really have like a huge... I was obsessed with Hannah going into her really? season. Like I was rooting for her to be the bachelor. I just felt, so, I felt so connected to her oh, through the couple, see, through the couple weeks. Just, really? I, I, oh my I, was, gosh. I was shocked when Hannah B was named bachelorette. I, I found her it. so relatable. I was like texting the producers, make it Hannah, make it Hannah. Like, I feel like she speaks for so many wow. girls out there. Wow. I'm, I'm shocked by that. Well, you nailed it. I mean, she made a great bachelorette. So you were right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I want to get into the preview and then we'll, we got some questions for you, Ashley, but we're going to do that right after this. All right. So we'll, we talked a little about the preview already with Heather, you know, kind of coming in and everything. Um, I guess let's, let's, who do you, who right now is your like top four right now for him? Who's your hometowns? Okay, so it's Rachel, Brie, Michelle, and I had Abigail in there for a long time, but I'm going to take Abigail out now, which is so sad. Yeah. I thought that, like, I had so much hope. I was like, oh, next week she's going to pick it up. Next week she's going to pick it up, but now I'm not sure. Now I'm thinking, like, Jones. maybe even Serena P. Yeah. Uh, was that, wait, Serena P was the one-on-one a few ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A few weeks ago. Oh, okay. She, she, what did she do in her? Oh, it was the donkey. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. She was great actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was a, that was a good date. Wow. That's, that's a good one. You know, I, I feel like Bree's kind of disappeared a little bit. Where's Bree? I know. And now I'm starting to reconsider Bree. Yeah. A lot can change next week. Like, I when think you said that, next I was week. like, yeah, where's Bree? I know. I was very confident in my pick of my pick of Brie, Abigail, and Rachel being the top three, and now it looks like two could slide out of that. Yeah, and unfortunately, in the preview, we couldn't really tell. It looked like a lot of it was Heather. There was obviously a lot of tears and stuff, but like from the preview, I still couldn't tell who got the date next week and it stuff. Didn't, so. It looked like Jasenia gets the date next week, in, in my it? opinion, oh. and it looked like it looked like Abigail was nowhere to be found. How how does Jasenia get the one on one over Abigail? I don't know. I don't even think Abigail's going to make it. So Jasenia is going in. Oh, no, wait. Yeah, she's going to, she's getting, I'm, I'm very surprised that she would get another rose, this rose me ceremony, too, but too. they have a lot of footage from her in the scene to the next episode. Dang, if Abigail ends up this, going this whole season without a one-on-one, I'd be shocked. That would be crazy. That'd getting be the, wild. Yeah. I know. Wow. Well, I hope she does. Dang. We'll see, I guess. We'll see. Um, yeah, so those are actually kind of my final four too, except I'm still going to keep Abigail in there. I'm still going to keep Abigail in there, but those are kind of my final four as well. Okay. So, you know, um, but we shall see. And then I think we're going to be at the beginning of the episode. It's gonna be heavy Heather. 
A lot of mm-hmm. Heather beginning of the episode until she gets sent home. I think she gets sent home. But we got some questions. She's going to get more screen time during Matt season than she did during Colton season. <laughs> <laughs> so true, though. That is so, so true. true. Oh man. Um, okay, I actually got I got some pretty cool questions here for you. I got some. I got one that I want to get into because I, I think I even will take your advice. How do you? Because obviously you've been in this world a long time. Um, how do you escape? You know, because like you are. I mean, now that I we have a podcast too, but you have the podcast. You do, like you said, you write for like you know all kinds of articles. How do you do? You want to escape sometimes from this world? Like, how do you do that when you want to? Because you are. Do I want? Do I want to like disassociate or like At how times. do I take days off? Yeah, exactly. Like, how do you take t- days off? Like, how do you escape? Okay. Like, if you're like, I'm over Bachelor World, like you know, for like a couple <laughs> of days, how do you do that? Well, during the season, you know, I, I can't like skip my recaps, of course. But like, as far as social media goes, I usually take off like every almost like every other day. I kind of have like a posting science, so like I'll gather content for like a couple of days. I won't post on Friday and Saturday. So kind of just plop days around mm-hmm. instead of it making like a constant daily cycle. Like a detox type thing, like just like a day here. It's like not a real detox, but it, it means that like there are some days that I don't go on Instagram like a ton. Mm-hmm. And I and I certainly don't post every day. Gotcha. I I don't either. I'm bad. At, I do on my stories, I guess. But yeah. yeah. Do you got one, Eric? Do you got any over yeah. there? Yeah, are y'all going to get another dog to keep Lois company? <laughs> oh my God, people love Lois. <laughs> yes, we're going to get another dog, but we are like in a, a major life change moment. We're moving out of LA for at least a year um, because of COVID um, and because just like we kind of want to settle our East Coast roots sooner rather than later now because like we just feel like there's really no reason for us to be in LA because Mm -hmm. everything is virtual like as far as the whole past year has been we've needed to be in LA for a job once and that was just this month so we just feel like okay well let's go like be with our family we'll get a small place over on the east coast get rid of our place here since we are we've barely been here um, and this is well, just like a, a ramble to answer your question about a dog. But basically, <laughs> our, basically, once Jared and I have a house with a backyard, we want to get a golden retriever. And guess what its name is going to be? What? Tom. Oh, I like oh, that. Shocking after Brady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just name him Tom Brady. Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Jared's family already has a Brady. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. they have a black cockapoo named Brady. That's his parents. Um, so our, our golden retriever is going to be named Tom. Yeah. So that's a great segue into my follow up question because one of the questions is, is how is the house hunting going? I got, well, I got one of those too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> are you building or are you buying? So we're going to build, uh, we, we, we looked around for a while. So our initial thought was that we were going to build. And then we were like, Oh, you know what? Like, let's get a, get a, a starter house and then be able to build, take our time with the build and all that. And then we started looking at starter houses and we're just like, none of this feels like home to us. Like, let's just do what we, what we really like feel passionate about. And so we're going to probably, just get a small apartment and rent for a while on the East Coast while we figure oh, that okay. out, find a lot, and start building. Gotcha. That's awesome. Uh, isn't that crazy, though? I think because you're obviously not the only person. So many people have started to move out of cities because yeah. everything's so remote now. Like, you don't need to be in cities. It's completely ch- – the la- 2020 changed the world. Like, 
you don't it really need, did. Yeah. New York is kind of dead. It's like, it's crazy. Yeah. I wonder like if it's going to go back to normal. I mean, I watch some of these shows, even the Today Show. And like, I think it's very important for the two hosts to be there. But as far as guests goes, I feel like the Skyping in the guests and having them on the screen feels pretty normal and the quality is pretty good and it must be so much easier to be a booker these days because like (laughs) everybody will agree to do a video interview and like talk about saving money and travel and time yeah yeah so hopefully it for our sake it stays it stays remote for a while or at least like you always have the option of being remote but that's why we'll probably get an apartment in LA, a smaller apartment, um, if we find ourselves needing needing to come back over here like once a month. And it's so funny because I was talking about this on the last episode. It's so weird because I remember the only time I would like really come on your guys' podcast if, if I was in LA. Or and I remember they fly Ben out all the mm-hmm. time to come out yeah, there. You know? so it's so bu- why didn't anybody think Monday. of this before? Yeah. yeah. Why didn't anybody think of this before? It's, it's weird. I don't know. We've really gotten it down to a science. But basically our podcast producer was like, yeah, don't worry about it. Move wherever you want. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, honestly. And now, yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. You guys move. So you're, you're going to go out there for Moving a year. to Rhode Island. So yeah, we're going to like... We're really flying by the seat of our pants. <laughs> For the next few months, we're going to go back and forth between my parents' house in Virginia and his oh. sister's house in Rhode Island. And then once the summer comes around, we'll get a place and hopefully we'll have a lot by then and we'll be able to start building over gotcha. the summer. Gotcha. Yeah. Good. Um, and then one other question for you. So obviously you've been really open about, you know, having kids and kind of the process mm-hmm. you're going through. How is that? How is that going right now? I know you've been, you've been really open and honest about all that. It's like such a weird thing. It's like such a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny. Well, I respect because how open you've been. It's, it's been thanks. great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, a lot of women I, feel that way. I feel I've been open about everything over the past six years. Very so true. it might as well continue. <laughs> it's like very flattering for people to say that I'm relatable, you know, mm-hmm. to be like, Oh, thank you for talking about this. Or thank you for talking about that. Because like, I feel like I felt alone and, now I don't. Um, but yeah, it's funny because people will still like on Instagram be like, when are you having kids? It's like, well, at this point I've been pretty open. It's whenever, um, biologically the sperm meets the egg. So, uh, sorry, (laughs) sorry. I really can't give you an answer beyond that, except for the fact that we're actively trying and I'm tracking and all that. Yeah. No, I, when like, yeah, that's crazy. You guys have been so open about it. That's you're exactly right. Like I've said, I've done everything I can. I've said everything I need to. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's like when I stop talking about it for a few months, that's maybe your sign. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> I would remember you said that. Now I'm gonna be like, okay. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm sure people are gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure people are gonna be. Yes, people are gonna be looking out for that sign. But also, I'm gonna be like, I wish I could be honest about being sick and stuff i might not hide it the entire first trimester we'll see yeah we'll see all right one other thing um i want to because i want to do this too and play a little like fortune teller here who pick one no two two couples that you think are going to work out in paradise oh my gosh yeah i haven't done this Um, i haven't really thought i got one i just thought of one that i think is going to work out i'll go first i'll do one first i think so i think only the only girl i can think of from peter's season who's 100% 100% gonna go like I has got to is Victoria Fuller I think Victoria Fuller is gonna go and have like a prominent role mm-hmm. um I think honestly I think her and Ben might hit it off I think Ben her and Ben are gonna hit it off okay interesting why do you random, think that think, yeah. why do you think that uh I think 
she he's got i think he has a little bit more of a like he needs somebody to pry out his emotions we kind of went through that he needs somebody a little bit more i don't know strong willed and powerful and i think victoria fuller has that and i think he needs that so okay that's my little uh, prediction i'm thinking if brie doesn't win this what about brie and ivan Ooh, that's a good one okay they both seem like very mature like a good head yeah. on the shoulders yeah yeah they there, there might be too much of a similarity there like they Maybe. might be too balanced mm-hmm. but <laughs> that's if i'm looking for problems uh let's see what other girls are definitely gonna be there I think I abigail mean, will go yeah so if abigail doesn't win i can see abigail with oh man i was gonna say brendan Oh, thank you, because I was just going to say Brendan, too. I was like, number three on Tasha season, Brendan, yes. I'm thinking her and Brendan might be a really really good couple. That's so sweet. I would like that. I would would enjoy that couple, yeah. I would enjoy that. Okay, let's go with that. Okay, we'll see. We'll we'll listen back to this, because I can't wait to watch that. That'll be great. Okay. Cool. Well, what else have you been up to, Ashley? Anything you need to plug? Any of that fun stuff? Um, You guys know almost famous podcast we have a really cool episode coming out on thursday juan pablo came on the podcast oh that's awesome i seriously didn't think that he did podcasts or would be open to talking to me and ben just because like you know he's very like elusive like sometimes he'll like quotes will go out there but he really doesn't do interviews and he gave us such a good interview it was true juan pablo fashion very honest completely unfiltered oh i'm gonna have to listen to that yeah that's a good one I don't think I've ever heard. Uh, you're right. He puts out little quotes every once in a while. Like you see like Us Weekly kind of throw something out there mm-hmm. with him, but he's, I don't ever think I've heard him on a podcast. Like he was no holds barred. Like he talked about his like experience with production. He talked about Claire. He talked like a full 20 minutes about Claire. Whoa. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to listen to that. That comes out when? This week? Thursday. Thursday. Week. Okay. Go check that. Everybody go check out that <laughs> podcast. That's going to be great. I'm going to have to listen to that. Speaking, yeah, of, speaking of Claire, did you see her jab tonight? Yeah, I did. No. On a, I did story. not. So she posted she like, on her story when someone shows who you are, or sorry, who they are, believe them the first time. And then she unfollowed him. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Dun, dun, dun. When someone shows who you the, who they are the first time you should believe them. Believe them the believe them the first time. Yeah. I wonder when the first time was. Yeah. I wonder if maybe they've been kind of talking, trying to get back and trying to make it work. I don't know. We'll see. He wasn't at the Super Bowl. I thought he was going to be at the Super Bowl, but he wasn't there. He was posting from Tampa the whole all weekend. I thought he was in New York. Oh, he what? I don't know. I didn't see him. Was Was he in there? Oh, I didn't see him. Hmm. I never ran into him or heard him. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So I can't wait to listen to that podcast with Juan Pablo. So yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Well, cool. Thanks for coming on, Ash. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It was yeah. fun. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, I was I'm a little tired and stuff. You're great. Very high energy show. No. I know. I'm no. usually way more high energy, high energy than this. No, you're you're Bro, great. Only uh, Blake's like that dog when the when the fence opens and he just takes off. <laughs> that is, you know, <laughs> not today. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah. I'll see you soon. Hopefully, you know, make it out to. Well, you won't even be in LA now. Uh, who knows. I'll see you at some point. Thank you so much. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow our Instagram at Behind the Rose Podcast. 
Don't forget to subscribe, comment, like, and give us all five of those damn stars. Behind the Rose is recorded on site at the world famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. See you next time, Behind the Rose.